Good morning, good morning, uh, happy Sunday. Welcome to this audio again. Um, I'm hoping that everyone is enjoying their chill Sunday. Uh, every activity that you've put in this morning to definitely help you go throughout the day. Um, just excited to see um, people in the group really um, sharing their knowledge and you know having ideas and they understand what we are actually doing in this group where we've you know we all came um, because we had uh, some things going on in our lives and uh, they needed to be sorted out so that they do not take us you know by surprise or we don't end up in the worst case scenario so i'd like to welcome you all the topic today we're going to be talking about is something that has been going on for a long time but this week has been <clears throat> very uh informative because uh, the inspirational quotes and affirmations and everything that has been coming on my feed has actually just given me a, a backup to kind of like back up what I want to talk about and what I want to talk about is hostility and all of us know the word hostile what it means I mean when I use the word hostile I want to you know to to to, to use it in, in in terms of being in a desert and there's no water and it's so dry and you know there are certain plants that can thrive in that hostility environment uh so hostile is i think of rough you know like really dry land so you can imagine so in this case we are going to be using the word hostile or hostility to mean how we direct um a hostility mindset towards ourselves after we've been through a very bad experience you know we humans become very hostile towards ourselves because of where we are in life because of what we have been through because of what we haven't achieved because of how society is, you know, um, has set up um, markers for us, you know, things like, oh, you should be married at this age, you should have children at this age, you should have a relationship, you know, you should have a husband, you should have children, should have a job, you know, you should have, you know, finished to have a degree. So all these things cause a bit of hostility and then what we do is we direct that hostility towards ourselves in terms of let's say shame guilt or um, depression or disappointment or regret or disgust or anger even um but it all starts from maybe our past or how our bodies are changing after we've maybe had children or we're growing old or we you know uh, we are aging um 
because of you know social media because of what we can't create or because of other people being in a certain you know you know a level in society like a certain class and we are not so there are so many things that happen around us that we become very hostile and then we without realizing it we are hostile towards self and in our group mindfulness it teaches us to love ourselves more than anything but we want to explore what is our responsibility are we accountable of the way we show up or the way we feel or the way we think or the way we you know we operate because we have allowed these things you know problems and everything we've been through be it infidelity cheating or you know loss or grief bereavement talk about all the things that we have to go through all the time and then we direct that hostility towards us you know i have seen overheard people being you know feeling guilty because of what other people have done you know we feel shame because of what other people have done you know to us and it kills our self esteem and confidence so that is all hostile that is all hostility so we are living in a dry land where there is no water where there is it's so dry because of what happened so the first time i realized that i was being hostile to myself for those of you who have just joined um the reason for my mental breakdown was was well i thought it was it's because i you know went through a bereavement you know i i lost a child and i didn't know how to bring myself up again from that loss you know and it's now that i understand that i suffered because i loved too much and we all suffer because we love too much you know um be given in another circumstance like a relationship breakdown or you know your child's going off with you know uh, very bad friends or making bad decisions i think it all comes out to love you know like when we love too much we are likely to hurt or we are likely to suffer a lot so that for me helped me a lot to understand my grief my bereavement that it's because of love that i went so deep in trying to understand why things happened the way they did you know i i could just i wanted to take control of the situation of which i couldn't because i am not the creator so god gives and he takes and it took me a long time to come to terms with that so imagining myself as a grieving mother rubbing my mind you know a lot of battle went in my mind and in terms of the battle that i was fighting there was so many emotions or thoughts that were going on in my head and my thoughts ranged from you know my past as growing up as a child who was rejected and then fighting my way through to where i was and then this tragedy befalls me 
and it just became something that really made me hit rock bottom I almost gave up on life so loss of any sort doesn't only you know leave you heartbroken but it also leaves you with the responsibility to come out of that brokenness which is very hard work you know you got to do a lot of things to come out of that deep hole where you have been pushed you know because your thoughts and emotions are very you know aroused at that minute your your thinking has been you know disorganized you're just you just don't know what to do with yourself because these emotions are very hard to carry so we might all go through different problems but the reaction is all the same so our our reaction is what determines you know how, how how we feel and is that is all universal so we all go through the cycle of grieving which is we get shocked we become guilty we become shamefully angry then we become you know um re- we regret and then we we become depressed and then sometimes that stage of depression takes longer you start hating many things and you look at your life before and it just doesn't make sense at all so when i was going through my difficult time i imagined myself somewhere i had stumbled that i didn't know how to get myself out so discovering that i had to do something about the person that i had become even though i wasn't in the desert like i have said it i mean you can imagine the desert i mean when i think of a desert there's another plant that i i think of you know the plants that survive in in the in the desert um such as i think uh, uh one of them is um is the aloe vera or there's another plant those plants that you know grow in adverse climate even though i wasn't that plant i wasn't in the desert but i knew definitely that i had hostility in my heart but that hostility was misdirected i had hostility towards myself for being in the situation that i had found myself into in the first place that is a loss of a child but again i was hostile i had hostility towards my past growing up as a child and it, i mean only psychologists can explain this that when we go through difficult moments in our adulthood if our childhood was not stable there's a possibility that that childhood that inner child is going to come back grieving because when we go through difficult times in our childhood we tend to kind of like cover up everything and we, we tend to manage it very well because there's so much going on for us you know there's learning there's relationships there's activities there's everything there's very minimal the child children these days you know can suffer mental illness but 
with the hostile environments where we lived with the unstable relationships or even unstable homes where we lived it's very likely that children will grow up to have a mental health problem so really childhood um violence or childhood abuse sometimes breeds very disturbed adult people that is according to psychology but in some incidences you know in like societies where i come from you can actually numb those things very easily because of the community support the social support um community support social support maybe you know the schools you know the, the the chance of being outside and being part of extracurricular activities there is so not so many ways you can start thinking about how bad your life is so yeah we numb that but i found myself very hostile about my past after i had gone through this you know or stumbled upon this difficult situation in my life so much of my suffering much of my thoughts were in the past because i was now it was confirming to me that maybe my future is not going to be good after all you know because look at what i've been through and now where do i go from here so that was just was just a phase in my life so i'm thinking that i am not the only one who has gone through this kind of um situation very many people go through this kind of situation because hostility is not something that is uncommon it's every human's journey it's everyone goes through it but what we have to pay attention because this is what we do in this group is how we channel hostility how we channel um the things that have come to really destroy us how do we channel the things that have come to kill us have we misplaced them and met them you know um redirected them towards ourselves if you understand yeah so we have to pay attention on how we direct you know our our past our shame our regret our disgust our depression and our disappointment because that is a plague that is eating all humans across the globe but how we direct it is what makes us different from everybody else because if we redirect it wrongly things are going to go wrong in the end you know it's going to lead to hospital admissions it's going to lead to loss of lives it's going to lead to lead to you know thinking that you do not have meaning in life is going to start leading to you asking yourself 
why you are here. It's going to start leading to asking yourself why you're born because you have gone through a lot of suffering. So that awareness is very, very crucial in understanding. I think that gives you a, a background of what I'm trying to talk about. So we know that the most persecuted group of people in this planet is women. I mean, you can agree. If there's some men here, I'm sorry, but women go through a lot of persecution right from the beginning of creation, you know, Adam and Eve, the story, we see that Eve was one woman who was given, you know, she was punished for what she did, eating the forbidden fruit. Even though God changes his story afterwards and says, you know, um, the woman will um, step on the snake because Jesus, I mean, God curses the snake, you know, uh, for those who uh, follow the biblical teaching in the book of Genesis, we see the creation story. Um, God punished Adam, Eve and the serpent. You know, they didn't go unpunished after they, you know, they had. But God again gives the woman some sort of power and says, the woman will bruise your heel. The woman will bruise your heel. So I was so inspired by this narrative when I read Sarah Jake's books called The Woman Evolve. She's a woman that has made me fall in love with Eve. You know, I was I always wanted to find a woman in the Bible to relate with. And, you know, I, at some point I thought I was Hannah and then I thought I was Ruth or I was these or the women in the Bible for those who read the Bible. But then Sarah Jakes made me fall in love with Eve. So God declared that even though Eve had been punished, you know, for whatever God said to them, that woman, the, the man will have to work hard or sweat for his, you know, food, and then the woman would have to labor in pain. But then the snake was told that he will always move on his on his belly you know he won't walk but he will move on his belly so that's a curse that was given to the snake but god turns around and gives the woman power because god trusts us with power so i grew up you know alongside very strong women and one of them is my mother <clears throat> I'm, I'm only just started realizing it looking back and how when i was a child i didn't know how I didn't know how things were unraveling in our home or in, 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 in my community. So, but when we look back, we see that women, even though they've been persecuted, they're the most persecuted group on the planet. But can we not see that women do a lot? You know, even though we, we end up beating ourselves up, we end up doing these things, but in the end, we have to stand up and become and oppose the situations that are happening to us. You understand? So we were given power. I mean, if there's a man here, I've said, forgive me. I'm just trying to show women the type of power that they have, you know, 
So growing up with all these women, I do understand that they did a lot. You know, I don't know about you. I don't know where you grew up from, but I have trust in women that when a woman stands up, yeah, it can be the devil's worst nightmare. Whoever the devil is in your life, whoever your enemy is in your life, when you stand up, you know, we can allow to be stepped on, you know, we can allow to be abused, we can allow to do this, but when a woman stands up, yeah, you will know. So for all the people or women who are here today, I just want to remind you that find a way to redirect your hostility towards something else that is going to benefit your life. I know that we do not want to use the word hate, but hate sometimes is something that we, when we're going through a situation, we must hate where we are fast in order to move on. And this brings me to a model of of change, which I talk about here, you know, usually. The cycle of change, the model of change, whereby when you're trying to change someone, you've got to find out at what stage are they, you know. So some people are living under conditions and they are very comfortable with those conditions. You know, they are living in abusive relationships. They're not even aware that they are being abused. They are living in, you know, relationships where there's infidelity, where there's this. And they're all sitting down, just not bothered about whatever is going on. Because they know they, there's that is a pre-contemplation. They don't even know what's going on. And then, so that person is not hating where they are. So I'm thinking the first stage to change from any situation is starting to hate how you feel, how you look, how you, you present yourself or where you are. And then that gives you the push up to say, I am going to move forward. So I had to first hate. It means many things were going on. I was very unaware of what was going on. I mean, I was just grieving my past, grieving my baby, grieving where I was in life, grieving at every disappointment. Things, So many things were happening at the same time. I mean, do you realize that sometimes trouble comes in threes or even more? So my trouble at the time... I think from since 2014 up to around 2017 troubles were coming almost every year like in threes and fours like I'm finishing with this situation the other is coming I'm finishing with it before I finish that one something else is coming like I it was like I was being punished for something I was like what is this like who thinks that I am able to carry all this burden on me you know, so some as blessings, they come in bundles as well as, you know, problems or curses or whatever they are. So I am, um, I got to that point whereby I had lost it all. So that means I was, I, I became very hostile towards self. I stopped looking after myself. I stopped sleeping. I stopped eating healthy. I stopped um, having, you know, relationships. I was just in my own world, 
I'm ready to just give up on this world because it was, I was living in this adversity that I couldn't explain. So I had to hate where I was at the time in order for me to make changes. So something you need to know about yourself if you don't realize it is that you have to learn to navigate your inside for the sake of silencing the voices in your head. You have to learn to navigate your inside in order to silence the voices in your head. Be prepared. If you want to rise up, you know, just imagine like having an army of women, like they're very different people who are going through the same situation and all you want to rise up, you all have to go back in the inside and look at what is there. What emotions are you dealing with that you don't know? Brings back to the unknown. What what do we know? Because from knowing, from 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 what we know comes what we think and comes what we feel and then comes how we behave. You know, we've learned these things in order. In you know, when we're learning about self-talk, we we know that we we start by um our behavior is determined by our um attitudes and then our thoughts and emotions and you know our experiences and stuff like that so it's very good to go back first of all you hate where you are and then you go back and look at your inside and see what is there that you need to change what is there that you need to overcome so that you can rise up and send all that you're feeling packing you know so in order to pave way out of your darkness you need to go back and do the inside job so this audio that you're listening to right now it's me you know swinging it's it, it's a result of how i turned around my inside yeah so that i can stand and face the enemy i can stand and face whatever was trying to bring me down i might have stood depressed i might have stood stressed discouraged i was attacked as i've told you for several years battles came you know coming in for so long and I became broken far too long that I thought there was no point for me to return but I had to get to a point where I had to believe believe that there's a reason why God created me there's a reason why I am here and I know that he has a plan for my life so I took the only tool that I knew and that was my skills 
of reading and I put them to use and I said okay fine I am going to search and find out what is wrong with my brain at this point I hated where I was said I need to do an inside job and then I went on to start doing the research starting to understand how was my mind working how was my brain working what was I doing there you know so all this hostility had to come to an end if I came to know the truth you know so because I wanted nothing more than to swing back at whatever was attacking me at the time you know Christians can call it the devil you can call it the enemy if you want you can call it anything but there's always something there that always attacks our hearts so I had to go do my research do my own reading buy books search the internet changed my social media and I said I am going on a mission to find out what is wrong with me I'm sure I'm gonna find the answers and guess what I challenged myself and I found the answers all I had to do is renew my mind which was a battlefield of so many thoughts my heart was a place of so many broken emotions my heart was a place of so many blue emotions my thoughts were filled with it was just a wandering mind that I I was going through and hence I came to find a tool that really helped me and that was mindfulness so I discovered mindfulness and I thought okay I think I need to sit down and try and learn this what it is and just that how it paved way for me to be even be here to talk to you so your purpose of being delivered from your pain, shame, regret, fear, or depression is not for you to have a happily ever after. It brings me back to all the affirmations I've been reading this week that we want to get better because we want to pave way for others. So your deliverance from everything that has tried to kill you, to bring you down to break you you have to become intentional to loosen up your chains so that you can save another life so i already know that some people here are in a journey of healing do not stop there so the moment you came into this group whatever you've learned whatever has helped you just pass it on to someone else who is going through hell. That is going to actually make you feel much more satisfied more than anything. There is no point holding on to what you know. You can always share this information with anyone that you see that is going through some sort of hell. So this is actually going to just pave way for your darkness like every time you save somebody every time you save a soul this is just going to pave way for you 
so that your darkness is pushed further down, further down. And this is what you do for me. I keep telling you all the time that the change that I see in everybody here, the 50 of you that are in this group that have decided to come and change and renew your minds and, you know, do all these things, the activities and, you know, coping strategies that we discuss here and you say that they work for you, you push my darkness backwards. So, and every time the devil may come in, whatever we call him, the enemy, the bad thoughts, the automatic thinking, all the people that want to annoy us, I always go back to the fact that I, I won, okay? I do not want to go back to that darkness. And I want every woman and man in this group to know that once you get to that point of healing, you got to make a decision not to go back. But how you're going to go back is by passing on that information to someone else. So perhaps you're the first person in your family to realize this, you know, first person in your family to come into awareness about mental health. Yes, there's a lot of stigma out there. People don't know what's going on. They relate mental health to witchcraft, to, you know, they don't know about stress. You know, they're all stuck up in all those old beliefs of, oh, I have to work too much without rest. Perhaps you're the first person, you know, in your community, in your environment, in your workplace to know about this. So move it on, move on the knowledge. And when you see these things working for other people, that is going to help you. Whatever you'll be doing at that point is not a small thing. That is a gift that God has given you to destroy other people's chains. Because many people are tied and we don't know that we're tied. I mean, as I say, I was tied. I was in the unknown world, you know, and the fear of unknown is very, very, very intimidating. So I came to know the truth and the truth was the fact that I needed to change the way I was thinking. I needed to change the way I was eating. I needed to change the way I was resting. I needed to change my relationships. I needed to change so many things in order to direct that hostility towards something else. So are you hostile to yourself? Are you still swimming in these things that we've talked about? It's high time you direct that to something even greater. All of us have been given a seed. All of us have been given gifts. All of us have been given talents. But there's so many things that come up to cover what we're capable of doing because those things that come to destroy us they kill our confidence they kill our self-esteem they bring shame onto us they bring fear onto us they bring anger onto us and then we finally don't trust ourselves and then eventually people start walking on us and then life starts moving and we find ourselves not anywhere in society. So you can redirect your hostility 
into something better. So how did I redirect my hostility, guys? So I went back to study, I told you. I had to go and do a lot of research, learning about how the brain works, behavior, thoughts, minds, and all those things that are related to how I react, how I reacted to the to the situation. So I became very passionate about the areas of mental, emotional and physical health and the desire to to, to have education. Education doesn't mean you have to go in class and learn maths and English. Education means just reading an article, just reading a journal or research journal or listening to a TED talk. That is education because you're learning. We, we learn from different environments. So education is a, is, is a thing to me. It's a, it's a big word that is not, is not um, only um, defined by being, you know, education in school or whatever. It could be health education, it could be a skill, it could be something that you want to learn so that it can become a norm for you in order to turn your life around. So you have to recognize what good qualities do you have that are going to be important for you to finish the plan that God has put in there for you because so many things have come to crush everything that God has put inside of you so it's up to you to go back and do the inside job heal those places heal those wounds understand your emotions understand your feelings become aware of your thoughts and then come back with those weapons to break all the strongholds of your life and also your children's life your friends life your neighbors lives this is all you need and also you might find yourself trying to save the world okay so i pray that while you're listening to this audio that you will walk away with a conscious mind knowing that you are going to plant a seed You are going to plant a seed that is going to grow and kill the enemy that has been haunting you for so long. That is how we heal. We don't stop on letting go. We go and find meaning. And that meaning is maybe trying to help other people. So how do we misplace our hostility? We've talked about it. If you have hostility in your heart because of the things that have happened to you, take that hostility and start something new. Because God has trusted you with the power 
to do so. So I was reading a, a quote yesterday on Instagram, um, this workplace coach, his name is Adam Grant, I'm not going to read the whole quote, but he, there's a part where he, he says, I'm just going to paraphrase what he said, but it was alongside shielding others from suffering that you endured. We can all shield other people from suffering that we have endured ourselves. It could be our children, it could be our friends, it could be our neighbors. We do not have to judge other people because we don't know what might happen to us the next day. So, but knowing that also it's important to know that God cannot assign you up for anything that you have failed before and sometimes God brings battles in our lives because he knows that we are capable of winning them so I don't know how many losses or many battles that you have had under your belt or you're still having under your belt but when you wake up each morning and you open your eyes, that means God is saying, go, I've assigned you up again. I know tears come in the night, but joy comes in the morning. Trust me, I know that. Joy comes in the morning. So God doesn't want us to live in that hostile environment. We have to just look within our hearts and we direct that hostility towards another you know another thing it could be towards building your career it could be towards helping others it could be about becoming creative and you know having more ideas because i came to understand that the time we spend worrying we can actually create very many things so I keep always reminding myself when I'm worrying I'm like the time I'm spending here I can actually go and just you know do some cleaning or do this or do that so having that understanding will help you to deal with all the hostility in your past in your body in in the areas of your life that you want to change so because we influence others because i influence you you're gonna start feeling the same way i do yeah i influence you by sending in all these things you know doing all these audios and sharing all the information that i get because i want you to navigate the inside of you and find your own power so that you can silence those voices in your head and then swing back when you get 
the strength and the confidence and the courage so that you can kick the serpent. Do you remember just like Eve? She was punished for what she did, but God gave her the power to kick or bruise that heel of the enemy. You can bruise those enemies that are coming after you. You just have to take control of your mind, take care of yourself, become an observer, and then things will start to shift. So this group is formed to get back at all your enemies, all your battles. Whether you're standing in a depression, whether you're standing in stress or discouragement. We all have to get to a point where we know and become aware that God has a plan for all of us. Let nobody ever tell you otherwise. God has a plan for you. We just have to start hating where you are. Once you hate where you are, you go and start doing the inside work. And there you are. So, I've discovered long time ago that problems are different. We all don't go through the same experiences, but the feelings and emotions are the same. So my role here is to teach you how to deal with whatever emotion you feel so that you can be fruitful too. I came across um, was it uh, yeah it, it's something about um, uh, hormones the, the hormones that we need to create in our our in our <clears throat> you know the hormones that we need to produce in our body in order to feel a certain type of way so before I go into that but I just want to just talk about the reasons why you need your healing you know so we've known that we can hate where we are we can do an inside job and then we can help other people so that we, it pushes our darkness further but why is the reason why you have to heal yourself sarah jakes robert says that it's not about serving your wants or needs or desires you heal yourself because it's an opportunity to push darkness away. It's an opportunity to push darkness away. So the reasons for your healing is to become intentional. As we have said, so you can lose another people's lives. So yeah, be passionate about what you want to do. Do things to help you and other people. And then while you're doing that, you're coming closer to God's plan. You're coming closer to your purpose. You're coming closer to your identity. And then you're going to start pondering, like she says in her book, Woman Evolves, that why I was born. Now, this is the reason why I was born. And many people in life don't get chance to get to that point to understand why they were born. Because they never hated where they were. So plant a seed today. 
because God has put something inside of you. In each one of us, there is a seed. Could it be a seed of kindness? Could it be a seed of serving? Could it be a seed of patience? It could be a seed of teaching. We all have this, the fruits of the Spirit, each one of us. So work your seed until it becomes fruit. So for me, the fruits of my seed that I planted when I, I got the knowledge and then made up my mind, I'm like, I need to share this knowledge. I started planting a seed and the fruits are your feedback your wellness your well-being the way you are in life you know like people have come in this group when they're really heartbroken but i see a lot of feedbacks that listening to my audios joining the group has really helped them to understand where they are in life so because i want the fruits that you are going to get after you've sown the seed is joy love peace kindness and goodness and all the greatness and then self-control if you can actually control yourself in a situation you have won the battle so while you're doing all that is you're renewing your mind you know that leads us to our podcast you know that is a fruit of this group you know um i put it to this group because if it didn't there's no way i could have been confident to start up something so huge that i'm thinking is going to be listened by many many people because i don't have control who's going to listen to it but i i talk through you know um through the podcast so transforming by renewing your mind is a fruit of this seed that I planted into this group. You understand? So when you start sowing seed, as I say, of kindness, of serving, of teaching, whatever you have been given, God has given you a gift, plant it and it will bear fruit. So I'd like to thank you all of you. I mean, I keep thanking you all the time, but yeah. So the other reason for your healing is going to be to help you. In order to help you to rewire your mind, you're going to have to set some goals. So in that a hostile environment where you find yourself and you're redirecting that hostility towards yourself. Start setting up some short-term goals. Because our goals change our mind. Every time I have nothing planned in my head, I struggle. But if I have something I'm planning ahead, I think the mind works like that pretty much. It wants to move on from 
yes you've done this so what next what are we doing next it's always like demanding you things you know what can we do what can we do same as when it's worrying it's you worry from one thought to another okay we can worry about this we can go back to the past we can go back to the person who hate you we can go back to this that is how our mind works so when we use a strategy of goal setting we actually rewiring our minds so have some short term goals that you have could it be losing weight could it be improving your skills or your writing skills you want to learn to play an instrument you have to learn this you have to like have short term goals that will then lead to the long term goals that you want you know if you want to start saving money you can start saving or you know um you can start um by just saying okay if i'm eating meat every sunday maybe i should start eating beans and then save some money that money and then you know because you have something that you have planned maybe to buy so those small steps that you do are going to make you get to the long term goal that you want to achieve so we feel motivated <clears throat> by starting smaller not bigger and this brings us back to the things we need to do because it's not enough to say mm, you can change you know you can change from hostility to self love you know oh uh, no you, there is so many things that you need to be doing in order to get to that point in your life and part of it i keep saying here is practicing you know things like having a morning routine having discipline you know in all areas of your life i think motivation does will only take you so far but discipline will is something that is going to push you forward even more so have some practices that you say this is what i practice you know this is what i do in order to push back the darkness because when you want to take things out of your mind you need to have a replacement you need to have a replacement you can't clear all your furniture out of the house and leave it blank it's not going to be good for the eye where is everybody going to sit you know so if you're ready to take out all the old furniture you need to have new furniture that is coming in so this is what we do by renewing our mind we in order to take out all the old thoughts we need to bring in new thoughts so hence this is why we need to be doing practices having the right words to say having the right thoughts whatever you do whose thoughts are you believing is it god's thoughts what is god saying about you what is god's word saying you replace it with what the enemy has planted in your head you know things like that so it takes practice you know you can start by reading your quran or bible or reading your affirmations or quotations or listening to a meditation or practicing mindfulness every time like you have to catch yourself like be disciplined and then while you're doing this there is something that is happening in your body because healing 
yes it's the mind thoughts and body we do not have to ignore the body because the body is the one that produces those hormones that we so want so there's something that i put forward i think that was last week it clearly I think it's my it's my um, profile picture because I I really liked it to show people how can you introduce these happy hormones because we all want to be happy I mean that's the ultimate goal of coming from a hostility environment that desert place where you are right now you want to come into a state of happiness but how so some things that you're going to do are going to be in terms of you know producing some hormones in your body and i think there are four types of hormones that i came across which are also stated on that picture you can tell me more if you if you know but one of these is dopamine which is a reward hormone so how do we gain this hormone or how do others our body uh, produce this hormone it comes after satisfaction accomplishment when we accomplish for example, a goal, which we have talked about, we produce a certain type of hormone in our body that hence is going to cause some sort of happiness. Then we have another hormone called serotonin, which is a mood stabilizer. So the medication that we're given <laughs> helps with this stabilizing our mood. So how do we stabilize our mood? Because remember, our emotions and thoughts have a great impact on how we feel. Our mood. Is it low? Is it high? Is it mundane? Is it How do you feel? So maintaining your mood will require you to check in with what you eat, has to do with digestion it has to do with sleep it has to do with memory and ways you can actually improve all these things is by maybe exposing yourself to to the sun going and taking walks in nature meditation prayer mindfulness when we do these things we produce serotonin hormones in our body and then hence we're going to start feeling happy because no one is going to feel happy when their body is not working properly another hormone that is important is endorphins we produce this body we, we produce this hormone and it's normally called the painkiller see when you're in that moment of thinking and your mind is wandering and you're going everything the body gets the score you start feeling pain you start feeling fatigue you start feeling muscles aching hmm that means your endorphin hormone is not coming to do the work so in order to produce that hormone you need to do some exercise play some music like the one you're listening in the background join into a laughter you know and the other one is oxytocin the hormone that you need your body to produce. Oxytocin is usually produced, um, it's called the love hormone. It's produced when people kiss, when people make love, when people touch, when, for example, you have a pet. I was always wondering why people loved animals, but that is it. You know, it brings those hormones, your physical touch. So it's a love hormone. 
we get it when we socialize with other people this is why it's important for us to have connections remember the five ways of well-being one the first thing is connections you know we have to have connections yes people might be bad it's up to us to choose which relationships we engage into you know by now you're mindful you know who is toxic and who is not you but you can't entirely just you know isolate yourself from people we humans we are human we 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 we, we are we are animals who meant to you know um benefit from each other you know we talk if you can't be talking to people you're going to find yourself losing your memory you're going to find yourself losing so many things so socializing is something that you need to take seriously and if you want to know what that is going to do for you it's going to increase your oxytocin in your body so very many things that you need to practice in order to change you so that you can come out of that hostile environment in the hostile environment or when you're under hostility it's very dry see this is why start hair can start breaking because of stress your skin can start breaking because of stress you can put on a lot of weight you can just find yourself in these situations that you you don't want to you wonder what happened to me what went wrong with me you know so i hope that this sunday has been uh, educative for you to understand that you need to do some work if you want to renew your mind start setting up some goals hate where you are first do some inside job acknowledge or identify your thoughts your emotions your feelings and then you can better yourself and helping others as well so i'm quite sure that this conversation relates to the five worlds of well-being where we connect we take notice we give we learn and we keep fit or keep active that is all five worlds of well-being as long as you're doing those things correctly you're going to start to see some changes in your life have yourself a very lovely sunday if you have any questions please don't hesitate to comment on this audio if there's anything you don't understand you can always text me privately and we have a chat if you're still struggling with some things don't shy away from sharing with them i very passionate about what i'm doing and i know that my ultimate goal is to bear fruit and when i see you happy i am happy too and it pushes my darkness farther down okay like you're going to be happy and then you plant a seed you help somebody and then you push your darkness further down we do not end at the point of acceptance we have to go and find meaning okay after we've come out of depression we accept that we have to find meaning so you can find meaning too by helping other people and that will help to push your darkness further down i hope this has been educative as it is i'd like to wish you a very 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 happy 
Sunday.